MSW Media. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to. I am really proud. I am really honored. He's a jackass. Stop it. Get off it, Donald. Hey, what happened? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. You blow it! You idiot! Idiot of the week! Week, 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 week! This is where you send us the stupid to idiot of the week, week, week at gmail.com or frangela08 at gmail.com, and then we mock them. And it's beautiful. And I it's mean, it is, it is my reason for getting up today. It really is. Because I said to myself, yeah, you could lay here. <laughs> but then will the Anyone mocking happen? That's right. Exactly. That's exactly. Right. That's why we're here. We want to remind you and thank you, first of all, for listening to us on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network and MSW Media. Thank you so much for supporting us and all the fantastic podcasts. Uh, we are building a world and a movement here, and you are part of it. So thank you so much. And we want to say uh, thank you to those of you who are already Patreon friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You are actually literally, quite literally supporting us. And and I don't, you know, I've, I've robbed Peter and Paul so much that they don't even talk to me. Mm-hmm. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And if you can um, be a part of supporting this Black woman-owned business, we appreciate it. But you're listening and you're getting other people to listen is a really great way to support too if you are also having find these times extremely financially challenging. Yes. Um, just, just set a goal to get somebody new to listen and that will be the, the greatest gift you can give. The greatest gift. And, and we want to remind you that we have new release dates. On uh, for the podcast, we are releasing the final word every Friday and idiot of the week every Monday. So make sure you know and remember those changes. Oh, also, you can always get a cameo from us. Wish somebody a happy Mother's Day, uh, 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 a joyful day. Uh, It's Earth Day. Uh, Was just Earth Earth Day. Day. It's it's going to be just Earth Day when you hear this. And let me tell you something. We change these days for y'all. So. So we've been screwed up for two weeks about what day of the week it is because of this. <laughs> totally. Oh, every, day, every day I'm like, I don't know what day it is. What is today? Is I it Tuesday? Know. It's very hard. So yeah. thank you very much, everyone. So let's get started, shall we? Shall we? Um, this first one is from Donnie J. And also Denise, my, our, my family, Denise. Yes, thank my you, aunt, Denise. My aunt Denise sent this also. Because it's really messed up. I love this story. It's really messed up. Kindergartner brings margaritas to school in the United States and shares with classmates. Okay. This is in Michigan in Grand, Grand River Academy. Okay. When I tell you, this is a city, the city is Livonia. Now I'm from Michigan or I grew up there. And um, when I tell you Livonia is not what I would have pegged necessarily, but it doesn't exactly not make sense. Mm -hmm. A kindergartner in Michigan bought a bottle of pre-mixed margaritas to school, leaving parents outraged. Let me tell you something. First of all, first of all, I know who this child is because this child is me. (laughs) 
We're all Britney. We're all Britney. We're all Britney. Okay. This child is me. Uh, the and, and it left the parents outraged. The incident took place on a Friday, and the students drank the cocktail. <laughs> Five year olds. These are five year olds. Understand, we're talking about like four and five year olds, <laughs> which means their tolerance isn't up yet. But this is what I love. I love my girl was like, she grabbed the bottle. Got yeah, it's Friday. Can we give her some dap for picking the appropriate day? Yes. Can we give this five-year-old some vamp from understanding TGIF for be like, you know what? It's Friday. Let's end this day, this week right. Me and my girls, we it's gonna be rose all day. <laughs> Me. Hey, I knew my rep was gonna be late about a week ago. <laughs> I'm just saying, she knew she came to play. Okay. It was okay, kindergarten. First of all, you may hear issues. me laughing. You may hear me laughing because it is not funny, oh. but it's really oh. funny. If you otherwise you're gonna cry, and I don't have that kind of therapeutic background to help. So me? you really need to just laugh. Because the point is, one mother has told NBC that her particularly, I'm just gonna say not drink. This her child don't know how to drink, <laughs> took four or five sips and felt woozy and a little bit dizzy. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. For, for for tequila, uh, Alexis Smith, whose five-year-old daughter also studies, I love it, they're kindergarten studies. studies. They're in the kindergarten, they ain't studying shit. Studies in the same class told NBC, there were so many thoughts running through my mind like, oh God, you know, what if it was open before the girl bought it to school? How much was it? Okay, I, I let me ask you though, for me, it being open before she got there is worse. Yeah, I think that was her, the point. Yeah, oh, is that what she said? Because how much was, because like, I'm like, I'm like, I thought she was saying that that wouldn't be as bad. Okay, because I'm like, um, at least this way, if it was closed, which we have, uh, I guess, don't know. But I do have to say, real, before we go further, I do not blame this child. I don't blame this child at all. I don't even know if I blame these parents. You know? Because let me be clear about something. First of all, bottle. I need to know, was this plastic or glass? Right. That's going to make a difference to me. And I may not to you, but it's going to make a difference to me for a number of reasons. Two, do the teachers not take a look at what's going on? I mean, when I remember kindergarten, if you had a cubby, it was open. Everything in kindergarten was open, right? There's yeah. not doors on the stalls in the bathroom. Like, so I'm trying to figure, do the kids have a, a private cocktail area? Like, how is it you know, <laughs> that we got to consumption before the teacher this. knew what was going on? I got to say this too. And I, I really do. You know, I... Okay, you're going to learn a little bit about Francis. Oh, please. They know a lot. <laughs> okay. Oh, here's a, a warning you don't need. It's going to be some fucked up way that something happened to you as a child, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. you know, as a child, you know, I came up in the days where your parents would like to let you have the foam on the beer. <laughs> okay. Your parents. <laughs> yeah. Your parents would let you have the foam <laughs> off the beer. I. Can I tell you how many wrong ass things I learned? I have learned about your childhood. Which <laughs> you but here's the deal: as as a parent myself, as a parent mm -hmm. myself, who you know, we drink wine. We don't have a lot of alcohol in the house, or never have. But you know, we don't keep a full bar or anything like yeah, that. You don't hide it. You don't, well, it's don't not like locked it. up in a cabinet. It's out. I mean, not out, out, but you know, it's up on the thing. But you know what I don't do? 
and never have Hmm. done, and I still don't allow my 16-year-old to do, is Hmm. touch alcohol. Like even touch the bottle? She she cannot touch the bottle. She cannot bring it to mama. She can't pour for mama. She can't bring mommy her special juice. She can't bring mama her juice. That's true. I've never seen, that's absolutely true. However, there was a time slightly before your time. Remember in Mommy Dearest, it's one of the more disturbing scenes mm-hmm. where she a little girl and she brings her her uh, mother's guest a dr- cocktail and she says to him, I bring all my mommy's, all my uncle's cocktails or something like that. Like, let me tell like, you. Yeah. The child knows how to mix a martini or some shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> what I can tell you from my childhood, my father took a look at my hand and he would say, bring me three fingers of your fingers <laughs> worth of Chevis. <laughs> that is how I learned to pour a drink. And then you go two fingers, one finger, three fingers, four fingers. So Can I say? culturally. <laughs> well, okay. Before you start blaming all black people for the, for what was going on in your house. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not saying that, but I'm saying culturally for a lot, for a lot, not black people, but mm-hmm. some people grow, grow, grow up in households where it's okay to pour mommy and daddy a drink. It's okay oh, to, to handle. And yeah. so I don't, that's why I think that, that, that's been an on. era. That's yes. been an era thing. But here's my problem. This is a this is a pre-mixed bottle of Jose Cuervo. This is even, it lacks the class or sophistication of saying. <laughs> and, and that's my only point is, is that, you know, to your point, you know, you, you just don't know how this kid, you know, if she puts it away in the, in the pantry for mommy and daddy, if it's right. next to her juice, you don't know. Well, and here's the other problem I have. You know, the teacher asked, you know, was asked, you know, this parent asked, is my daughter okay? And she said, yeah, she's right here and she looks okay. Which, okay, I'm gonna need the teacher. Okay, here's a little hit. Don't say she looks okay. Just say she okay. Like, come on. Um, And then I said, okay, well, how much did she drink? And the teachers, I guess they weren't entirely sure, but they did say that the girl, the little, the child who brought in the liquor didn't know it was liquor. But here's the thing, a five-year-old knowing something is liquor doesn't mean anything to me. No, it doesn't. They don't know, you know, and here's the weird thing i am not a parent but i in my in watching parenting and having been a child myself and having younger siblings and all of that what i will say is i think that they're that i i feel for parents because there are all these man you know like landmines all these traps around one you don't want it to be easily accessible you don't want to minimum you don't want it but you also don't want to make it a big deal you know you don't want to make it seem like something really taboo because that's attractive you you want to keep things out of a kid's way but you also why are you thinking a five-year-old's going to grab a bottle of anything, you know? Yeah. And, and also, and sometimes people just sort of are absent-minded and in no way do I think, cause people are calling for this, these parents to be punished. Yeah. I think that the, that I think the reality here is they punished enough yeah. by the situation and that this is not something that happens all the time. And all that needs to be said is that everybody has to take a careful look. You've told me before, you know, at that age, it's my understanding that you were checking your daughter's bag every day yeah on her way to and from school to make sure she had what she needed and came home with what she was supposed to come home with yeah so and, and you know i think what? that there's a lesson in here and that i have to say when i said that this is me this is totally me because oh, yes it is it's so me because i was the kid who would have had the idea mm-hmm. that oh i feel grown i want to be an adult i've seen adults do this this bottle is small. I'm going to put this in my bag 
and go. I've seen my mom you go have that. fun and with her friends. Exactly. Well, why wouldn't I want to have that fun with my friends and my Dixie cups? I guarantee you, mama's come home on a Friday, been like, oh, thank God it's Friday. Put her, give me a, give me a, uh, you know, a glass of this. And, and you've watched it. And so, and here's my problem. When we were growing up, or I, I being in this, you know, more recently um, than you, um, <laughs> when I was growing up with electricity and like a government, did things like we, you know, getting a Shirley Temple. Mm-hmm. And um, and I remember I used to carry around a package of Fanny Farmer. They had those chocolate cigarettes. Yeah, I used to carry around, um, and they had the candy ones too. But I like the chocolate ones because they came in a plastic clear. It was all about the cigar. It was the case. They had like a cigarette case. It was yeah. plastic, but it was like that cool. And so it was all about the control. So I would be sitting up with a you know a Shirley Temple and a chocolate cigarette. Now that's not okay. We've discovered <laughs> a link between romanticizing. Yes. You know, uh, drugs and alcohol and people using them. And as such, it is now not cool. Now, it was never cool to bring in a bottle of Jose Cuervo. That ain't never <laughs> been cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that I'm telling you, cool. that would have been me. That I feel been bad me. for these parents. I also, I feel like the other parents are missing an excellent opportunity here because let me tell you something, I bet you everybody slept well that night. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Let's tell the truth. Let's tell the truth. There's a reason your parents gave you a hot toddy when you didn't feel good. That's right. And knocked your little happy black ass out, didn't it? Your little happy black ass took a nice long nap, woke up feeling healthy. And you know, and you know, and you've got, and that's the thing too. You've got so many different people from so many different backgrounds who, you know, I know, I know people who, you know, knock their kids out regularly with Benadryl. Oh, I, I know somebody who it's so regular. The kids call it the drill. Damn. They'll be like, do I need to get you a drill? They're like, yeah, mama, I need a drill. That's wow. too much. And in fact, if it weren't for what I know about the foster care system, I might <laughs> make a call. <laughs> but, you know. And so, yeah. All things know- being equal, I go, eh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. But the thing is, you really, you really do. You really can't have your kindergartner bringing booze to school. No, I, I hate to have to say it. <laughs> that, I'm going to tell you, that's a hard no. That's a hard no. That's, that's a, hard a hard no. no. Yeah. Next up. This one is from uh, Donnie J, right? Donnie J. Man. I, we are missing some Gary C, some Jeff yeah. Y. I mean, yeah. y'all, what's up? Yeah, I think we got some uh, micro idiots coming up later. Uh, okay. by some Ratto, I'm not, you know, mm-hmm. I'm well, Ratto, Ratto, where you at? Um, Florida man mauled by tigers explains where why he entered the cage. Let me tell you, I, I need to throw every flag I have on every explains. flag you got <laughs> on that title. Explain. Let me tell you what you can't do to my satisfaction. Nope. Explain why the fuck you got into a tiger's cage. This is why we're best friends, Angela. This right here is why we are best friends because I feel the same fucking way. No, not even if you say to me it had a baby in its mouth. I'll be like, did you shoot it first? <laughs> You gotta shoot it first, cause all it's gonna do is drop the baby for the bigger nugget. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? If that, if you could even get there in time, the best thing you could do is shoot it from a distance and then run in there. No, there's no adequate explanation for entering a tiger's cage, particularly when you actually work here. 
Yes, yes you, you work here, you should know better. Ignacio Maybe Martinez, 48, told NBC he was working as a mechanic for the airboat company. Uh, there was these there were these airboat tours. Yeah, okay. Uh, Let me tell you about something I've never wanted to do. <laughs> because when I know what these tours are, they're tours of, of crocodile, alligator infested ass places. I don't need to be there. Yep, yep, yep. And it's this uh, this animal sanctuary that features two tigers, two lions, otters, turtles, crocodiles, and alligators, right? So he decided to enter the boat where Daisy, an 18-year-old Siberian tiger, and Daruba, a 15-year-old Bengal tiger, had just finished eating. They're licking their chops. Now his name is maybe it, it that's that she's not just saying she's not sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's his yeah. name. So maybe Martinez said, he said, girl, that he saw, he thought he saw a piece of chicken on the ground in the cage. He's like, you know what? I'm almost get throw that piece of chicken in the tires. No. Okay, stop, stop, stop. What the fuck? You don't think the, the, the tiger can't go over and get his piece of chicken? <laughs> on top of the fact, here we are right up against again. How many times I got to say this bullshit? All you are doing is taking a tiny tree and delivering it with a much larger, fresher tree. And I don't know why people don't understand that, that they're I meat. Don't, I don't either. Why, why don't people understand that they are meat? That's what we are. We're meat bags. When people go out and feed sharks, I'm like, bitch, all you're doing is giving an amuse bouche to the real meal, which is you. <laughs> okay. So he goes in there to feed them a piece of chicken that they've already rejected, it sounds like to me. Yeah. So he got down on the ground when I threw her the chicken and the tiger got my hand back and forth. Now, I'm, you know, I'm, this, that's a quote. Yeah. Hand back and forth. What we all, what happened? I'm going to tell you, and this is, this is where I go. The power of the human mind is amazing because his mind shut him off. It sure did. It sure did. He blacked out. He blacked out. He said both tigers began biting both of his hands. Now that's not funny, but it's funny. And I'm going to tell you some Daruba and Daisy. (laughs) They were like, you know what? This is the thing about Ignacio. He should know better. He should know better. Let's make the fuck sure he don't do this shit again. Daisy, yeah. come over here. What is yeah. it, Daruba? We got to eat. We got to eat Ignacio a little bit. And in an act of tiger kindness, in my opinion, because they could have killed him. They, they could have killed his him. Hands for, for a few minutes. His brain turned him off because he wasn't making good choices. He blacked out. Mm-hmm. He said that he knew that he admitted. That, I love it. He admitted that he knew that he wasn't supposed to have any contact with the tigers. Then bitch, what you doing in there? Why you, why'd you go in there to feed yourself to the tigers? That to me is the only question. You didn't go well, in there you to know feed- know what he said. <laughs> Let's read the quote. His quote was, this is a quote. I'm just crazy. I don't know what happened. You know what, Ignacio, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with you just crazy. That's that's one way, but Ignaz, the real truth here is, and I don't know if, I, I guess stupid is worse maybe to some people, you stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And you had a profound, stupid moment that was way more than a moment. There were so many minutes, like minute moments before you picked that chicken up that you could have changed your mind. And I just don't understand why people have to learn this way. So he has serious wounds. Um, He was this is another quote, my bone. I couldn't move my hand. Uh, he said, the rest of the day, I don't remember. Yeah, your yeah. brain turned you off. Yes, it went click, click. When you're not. 
Yeah. Not making good choices. It's out. So apparently he's okay. Yeah. He recently returned home after multiple weeks in the hospital. This was a serious, serious injury. Uh, he lost the tip of his uh, left middle finger, but has full motion in both arms. Doctors say, this is a quote, everything is good. You know what? I, you know what? I, I appreciate his good attitude. Because well, what I, I mean, like, how are you going to have a funky one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to be like, this isn't fair. I can't believe these animals attacked me when I went into their enclosure with food. Like, what are you going <laughs> to like? You going to be a bitch about it? <laughs> that's what I'm worried about is it's like, did they destroy these animals? You know, it was their sanctuary, their home. They didn't get outside of it. They just did what animals do. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't, it doesn't say that. And I don't think they did because um, it just, it doesn't say that here. And they talk about another instance where a, a tiger was shot and they don't say that here. So, although I don't know that for sure, I think it would be in the article. And um, I, yeah, there's no way that these animals should get in trouble for this. No, no. And really the truth is Ignacio's the weekend. What are you going to do to him? Doc is pay? Like it's, totally. <laughs> I mean, it won't happen again. We know that. Yep. Next up, this is from Sharon A. Thank you. Naked Florida man starts house fire while baking cookies on George Foreman grill. Just let that wash over you. Yeah. He was naked. Yeah. He started a fire. Naked, naked, naked. naked. And I, I like to cook, you know? I like to cook. Oh, Sharon. Sharon A, you were so right to send this. This is from Niceville, yeah. Florida. Niceville, I'm I'm guessing, has some kind of proximity to Port St. Lucie. Yep. Apparently, um, responding to a house fire last week, Niceville police officers and firefighters encountered an odd sight. They got to the home around 5.30 p.m. They could see smoke coming from inside. A naked man opened the front door and said, I'm sorry, and closed the door. <laughs> house, now what you imagine? House on fire. Smoke is coming out the house. Okay? Okay. You he opens the door, naked. <laughs> They're all there, right? They're getting out. They're running out the truck. He opens the door and goes, I'm sorry. Take it and closes it. Like, that's the end of the interaction. The police officers arrived shortly after that moment to assist. The man then came to the door again, left it open, and went back into the house. Okay? <laughs> if y'all want to come in, come in. I'm yeah. busy. According to the offense report, that's an interesting choice, from the police department, the man showed no signs of understanding the danger he was in. This is my favorite sentence here. Though so there were several things on fire inside the home. <laughs> including, including some towels. <laughs> what they're saying is, shit's just all fire. All and he's making and utterly unconcerned about it. <laughs> like, not even... Just piles of fire. And he's like, oh, come on in. <laughs> I'm baking cookies on the foreman. The officers detained the man and removed him from the house for his own safety. Firefighters said that if he had stayed in the home much longer, he could have possibly died from smoke inhalation. Uh, the officer said he and another officer were in the house for about five minutes and they had a hard time breathing and that firefighters, in fact, went inside with oxygen masks to remove the burning items. Now, 
this is the part that where it all ties together. It really comes together in a bow, <laughs> like a, a perfect bow. <laughs> the man admitted to what? Drinking two liters of vodka <laughs> and smoking marijuana starting at what time, Angela? 9 a.m. I would like to remind you that it is now 530. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when well, I tell you this plan put in a solid work drink day. Yes, he did. He put in a day. Okay. He didn't have any life-threatening injuries. And when they investigated, what they found is that the man had tried baking cookies on a George Foreman grill that he had left unattended. And the grill and cookies caught fire. So then he put some towels, dry towels on top of it. So they caught fire. And then the fire spread. (laughs) So what I find fascinating is the way this is written. The headline, I want to remind you, is naked Florida man starts house fire while baking cookies on George Foreman grill. As if it's the fault of the cookies on the George Foreman grill. Thank you. Thank you. Also, also, what we all know is what in what world have you ever grilled a fucking cookie? Well, okay. Follow me on Riddle Me Diff. This is the thing. <laughs> I understood this part of it, particularly when I saw that there was weed in this. Because <laughs> booze alone, you're, you know, you've already given up decision making. And for this much in this many hours. Yeah. But weed, for, I don't know if everybody feels this way. Weed sometimes for me has the magical ability of making me think that I have discovered new ways to do things. <laughs> like... When I'm just drunk, I can be a little lazy. I'm like, let's just get some McDonald's or whatever. But when right. I've been when I've been high, that's when I go, ooh, ooh, ooh. You know what? Right. Because th- I believe that th- it is this unique combination of forces. Yeah. That made this person think. Because I can I I told what I immediately thought was, oh, I understand. What he was thinking is George Foreman girls quick, right? Because you can put a frozen piece of chicken, frozen chicken breast in there, and have chicken to eat, and like you know, like I forget, forget how long it is. That's like ten minutes or something, right? Yeah. So cookie dough, rather than having to wait twenty minutes or whatever, it, and I think it's literally like eight to ten minutes. And you know, right. I just put the cookie dough on the George Foreman grill and just press it down. Then it makes like one big cookie, and it'll cook in like less time. The problem is because not only is that a bad concept, but also you're high and drunk, which meant you walked away. Yeah. So this is where <laughs> this is where although I I can identify with what how this happened. OK, and I'm going to tell you, this is yet another chapter in why we don't drink alone. <laughs> People. It's true. I know times are hard. I know it was your day off from everything, apparently. But we have got to hear if you don't meet Meet you where you're at. From my point of view, this is a person who needs to hide all the appliances. If he's going to have a day where he's funky, yeah. fresh, and at home, let's yeah. give him a shout out for not going anywhere. For yeah, not getting and he was naked. Cookies. He was naked. He was in the house. Mm-hmm. Had they not come, he would nobody would know he was naked. Like, he he had the right to do all of these things right up until we got to the, the George <laughs> Forward with all the cookies. Yeah. And then when you had a fire, this is what I don't understand. You're supposed, you're to, supposed to tend to it. You're supposed tend to. You don't to put some. You don't put more items on a fire and then walk away. Well, he keeps thinking. You know what? What I hear is that he sees the fire's autonomy, <laughs> and he's trying to respect that. Yeah. And I also think I don't know if that combination of that much liquor and weed makes you feel like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Like he really does seem completely unbothered and unconcerned. By the amount of things on fire, like like my image of people walking in and just shit just being on fire and somebody being like, hey, what's up, y'all hungry? Like, there's no... You want cookie? <laughs> They're a little burnt. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to go, it's not, that's on me. 
I can't blame George Foreman for that. That's on me. Like people, I know things have times have been hard and crazy, and that I'm not gonna say I haven't had a day very similar to this. No, <laughs> I've had many there. days similar. Um, but you but, can't do this. You have to fire has to take precedence over everything else. Every time, not just sometimes. It really does. Every All time. The time. Every it really time. does. It's very important. Next up. This is from Wes this M and Donnie J. This is a little, this is dirty too. So yeah. I, Man masturbated so hard. He tore a lung and required intensive hospital care. I shouldn't have to read any more of this. If you yank your dick. <laughs> no, first of all, first of all, first of all, no, no I'm not even going to go there. I'm not even going to go there yet. I need to learn this because if you can, if you masturbating so hard <laughs> that you tear a lung, that what, what are you doing? I don't, I say this with love. Maybe, maybe you just can't get off. Maybe, maybe you're right. <laughs> maybe this is not for you. Maybe this is not for you. Maybe you you have you, you you can't pleasure you because you are too rough on you. I don't I don't it's a 20 year old. Which okay, I'm not 20 year old. You, you should you should have like eight years at least of experience oh. of how to do this. Apparently he uh went to the ER because he had severe shortness of breath and chest pains. His face was swollen and crackling and rattling sounds were being heard from his lower jaw down, down his neck and chest into both of his elbows. Jesus. Cracking noises were heard as he breathed. I, my image was like, <laughs> and I can't breathe, and his face all big. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's really, so they moved him to intensive care. He received oxygen and pain relief. They did a CT scan and found that the man had a profound case of profound su, was it pneumonia mightiest tinnum? Sure. Medius tinnum, something like that. Where an air is found its way in the space around your chest, between the lungs, all around the body. The condition can be caused by trauma of the lungs or esophagus through an abrupt increase in pressure within the pleural cavity, um, et cetera. So it, it's very rare. Usually affects young men in their 20s. So that's him, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but usually it's it, it follows things like acute asthma um, that's been exacerbated or strenuous physical activity, excessive vomiting or violent coughing. Now, the problem here was, of course, when they asked him, hey, but what you've been doing that might have torn your lung... He said masturbating. Yeah, he reported a sudden onset of sharp chest pain followed by shortness of breath while lying in bed masturbating. Um, See, because normally this condition is caused when you have asthma, but they ruled that out. He don't have asthma. He ripped his lung while beating the chicken. Choking the chicken. Isn't that what it is? Choking the chicken. Yeah, I think it's choking. Look, some got beat. He got beat. His lungs got beat. It is very hard for me to understand how vigorous and how... (laughs) Oh, my God! How it could be pleasurable to do the amount of yanking and... Tugging. 
tongue in that would result in an organ that's nowhere near this organ yeah it's not like they run up against each other Uh right it's not like his urinary like his bladder got damaged or his urethra his lungs he masturbated so much his lungs went pop like i just and you could hear crackling sounds in his body he had too much air in his body and it was cracking Here's the problem with me. This is why it's good we're not in the medical field. Because nobody, I'm going to tell you something, nobody would have been in our hospital, nobody would have been able to go in and tell him this. No. Because everybody we would try to send in would get right to the door and go, I can't do it. Totally. Go, Barb. Barb, you got to go tell him. Girl, I can't. I did did the the cord in the man's penis last month. I can't go in there now. That's true. Barb did the cord in the dick last month when he tried to say it (laughs) fell up there. Yeah. yeah okay who's who's on dumb duty today <laughs> i just people at a certain point it's time to maybe change the i don't know what the fantasy is or the mm. point change something yeah a less violent route to this moment mm-hmm. i'm not gonna suggest you find other human beings because i don't know if that's a good idea no. <laughs> but so you can't bring nobody into that um okay right, let's, let's review. review this is okay so we got the kindergartner who brought margaritas to school which on a friday lot. before you start yes we got the naked florida man who starts a house fire while baking cookies on the george foreman grill we have the man who explains why he enters the tiger's uh cage with food and we got the man who masturbated so hard he tore a lung and required intensive hospital care. I gotta go with the man who was mauled by the tigers. Yeah. Because he wasn't drunk. No. He didn't need, it wasn't part of his job. No. He put his hands in there and both, I mean, they ate both of his hands. And he wasn't five. And he wasn't five. You know. Um, who you going with? I, I, I have to, I mean, um, I am tempted to go, I, I am tempted to go with the, the man who masturbated because I, I feel like it had to hurt before we got to this. You know what I mean now? But the thing is, I don't know that for sure. Right. But it, you know how like, you feel like, well, what, there was a play and maybe, you know, and part of me goes, was this, the pain was good until it was too much? Is that, mm-hmm. you know? But so to me, I do think we're in a syndrome of some sort here. Yeah. So I do have to go with Ignacio as much as it pains me because Ignacio has owned up. Uh, can I give Ignacio this award? Mm-hmm. In the world of stupid of which we have we have been examining for decades. Yeah. Rarely does a stupid person cop to any part of what they did being their fault and wrong. Right. And so the fact that he said he was crazy rather than stupid, which I understand because both things could be true. Mm-hmm. I got to join you with this because here's, for instance, there was a time in this country. Angela, there was a time in this country. There was a time in this country when when you didn't have to say to people, hey, particularly when they're already eating, <laughs> it's not a good idea to get in the cage with tigers to people who work there. Like people, I don't know how many fucking ways we can say this. You are only, you are not, the, we are not the alpha animal on this planet. We are only the alpha al- animal. We have housing and weapons. That's it. Yep. Yep. Okay, stop. There are apex predators bigger than you. Uh, Angela, there was a time in this country that if you had a fire going on in your house, 
and you went to go deal with it, you stayed mm-hmm. there till the fire went out. You didn't walk what away and go mm-hmm. do something else. You didn't take what a phone call. Well, let me see what you're saying. There was a time in this country where we prioritized being on fire. Yes, we did. Where it didn't take, it didn't run second to anything. <laughs> you're on fire. That is the problem. That is, and the only problem. The only problem. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to Idiot of the Week. Week, 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 week.